0: People don't give shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving them the business. The business, the business.
1: Hello! Can you hear? The sleigh bells ringing. We're getting closer to Christmas. That means closer to bowl season. And the college football crew, extravaganza crew, is back. Davis and I are at least back. Joey's got some prior obligations. That just means that he's still hurt over Florida State. Getting that ass whooped by Florida. That's what we're talking about if you watched the last podcast.
2: Yeah, you know, we, we are you convinced know. that Joey doesn't want to come on because... He doesn't want to talk about Florida State and how embarrassing that loss was for them. They were a team that was on fire. Florida was not, and yet they still came away with a victory at home. And mm-hmm. now they got UCF to look forward
1: to. But whenever uh, one door closes, another one opens. Whenever you know, it's next man up in these kind of situations. And the College Football Extravaganza crew doesn't just have three people. We have people all over the United States, including. California he's not in California right now but he's been a long time uh co-host whenever we need him in the show our Ohio State reporter our Big Ten reporter along with I mean AK's been a Big Ten reporter but this isn't AK this is Lazy welcome back to the podcast
0: what's up guys thank you for having me
2: Lazy it's good to have and you on for those of you that
1: don't know
0: you <laughs> heard that name
1: <laughs> for those of you that don't know Lazy was one of our fraternity brothers, so th- this is this is a this is a cool thing, you know. Not all fraternity brothers stick together after college. So yeah, um, so since we're talking about rivalry week, uh, Davis and I are obviously elated that Florida even beat Florida State. I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought Florida State was looking way better going into the game. Um, we also said Ohio State was going to beat Michigan. Because we said all season long, Michigan hadn't been tested. They hadn't been tested. And they're going to get te- that last test at the end of the season. They're going to fail. But they didn't. Jim Harbaugh got the win in epic fashion in the snow. It was a really good game to watch. Very entertaining. Uh, I know you watched it. I know you probably – I
0: mean, you look at the flag above your head. Yeah, I'm still seething at it. Um can i say i saw it coming i would lie if i told you i saw it coming i would be a liar call me a liar if i told you i saw it i did not see that coming um man um my roommate's definitely a wolverine guy he told me uh, you know it's crazy i don't like to watch the competition until the competition is close so i watched that game that they played before i can't remember who they played but um man you know how they say any given sunday in, in the nfl is that like, guess, is any given saturday when it comes to rivalry week and um yeah big ups to those guys um they had to win sooner or later um i i they did what they had to do um they they did their homework um they looks like the them not playing this for a year definitely helped i'm i'm not gonna use that as an excuse but um they did dodge us last year doing COVID, but, you know, it was a COVID year. But, um yeah, I can't say nothing, but I can just give them respect. They, they did what they had to do. It was a crazy game. Um Honestly, in the beginning of the season, I did not see us having the amount of clout that they had going into the game Um because I'm pretty sure everybody thought we was going to win that game. But, man, I'm over it. I, I, now, I, I, I feel like maybe a, maybe it's
1: just the two weeks that have gone by yeah. <laughs> since, since it's happened because I remember you were a uh, way worse loser than this. <laughs> I, remember, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, we all were at some point, but you know, the last two times I've had you on the podcast, the last time I think was the national championship. You were <laughs> such a good. You were such a a, a good loser there, then, to but it was Alabama and they were looking like they were winning at halftime. We did the podcast at halftime. So I felt hey, like, I, I don't know. That. It the, We, we got to get you on in winning circumstances. Maybe, maybe. Man, yeah,
0: yeah. think about it. You always give me
1: after we lose. It's not on purpose. I swear. I promise you.
2: You know, uh, I, I think that, I mean, certainly I had Ohio State winning this ball game, but Michigan being in their position, a team that has not won against Ohio State in a long time, yeah. they, are at home. They are a talented team. I don't think they're the best team in college football by any means. Uh, in fact, I, I don't really know who the best college football team is at the moment. You know what, so what I we'll can say?
0: Discussion. Out of but, the four teams going into the playoffs, they're the more well-balanced team.
2: Yeah, and and you know what? They have a fantastic defense. They have a really good special teams. They have a good. <laughs> they have a smart quarterback who doesn't really have to do too much. Their running exactly. game is phenomenal. Exactly. Like they've got they have they have Michigan this Michigan team's got it. Now they got they have their hands full. They have Georgia coming up, Georgia coming off a loss against Alabama. I know we'll get into that here shortly, but you know Ohio State looking back at it, I probably shouldn't be as surprised. But this Michigan team was a better team. They actually dominated the game in the trenches from the kickoff all the way to the very end. This Michigan team dominated the entire game and that cuff? was awesome on their part made it made cj stroud's life although he threw for over 300 yards still really difficult for the rest of the team so the problem
0: was they went into it thinking they could manhandle them like they did michigan state true and because that score think, was pretty close and could,
2: you know and think about it you know that that's a, that's a michigan team that lost to michigan state and ever since then this michigan team has been better <clears throat> uh you know, I'll save my prediction for when we get to the Michigan-Georgia conversation because I think that is going to be a very, very, very good game. But, um, you know, for right now, this Michigan team, man, I'm happy for John Harbaugh. I think more than anything, I'm glad he was able to prove himself.
1: Yeah, maybe that uh, that cooled that hot seat a little bit because you got to know, even if, if he would have lost this game there – the talks would have still been going and and that's just something that's been plaguing him ever since he's gotten he would have lost
0: his job if he had lost
1: i don't think so either but they it just shuts some haters up you know yeah 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 for sure for sure so uh just a couple other big games that uh that kind of might have gone unnoticed if you weren't paying attention alabama and auburn played four overtimes in this new overtime system we got going but Auburn's quarterback hurt his ankle there in the fourth quarter and if he wouldn't have done that he might have he might have been able to do something and pull out the win for Auburn but he didn't uh, Alabama goes on to win in overtime 24-22 uh, and then goes on to beat Georgia in the com- conference championship so let's talk about Alabama and and where we see them right now are they the best team in the country? for sure, because how they played against Georgia in the SEC Championship, that was the best team,
2: right? Yeah, you know, I, I think Alabama at this moment in time, uh, they're the best team in college football, and they deserve to be the number one team. I think uh, I think they deserve to leapfrog over Michigan in that regard. The, they're playing like the best team in the nation. Um, that win over Georgia, it just goes to show that this team is going to show up and play when the game really matters. Uh, you have a Heisman Trophy winner now. Uh, you know you have one of the best wide receivers in the country out of Jamison Williams. That guy is so unbelievably fast. I think right now this Alabama team is the best team in college football right now based on their performance two weeks ago. Uh,
0: I can't I, I'm with you with that on that, Davis, but all year, I didn't really honestly, you can really predict a Georgia team going into the sec championship every year that offense come on let's be honest the the quarterback's not all that the only thing i've haven't watched that many georgia games because i pay attention to the big 10 but the games that i paid attention to their offense never really wowed me they never really they didn't they don't have the offensive weapons like a like an alabama team even though they they remind me of a older nick saving alabama team heavy on the defense don't really wow you on a, on an offense but the offense could get it done that this georgia team all season long i knew they were going to hiccup at some point i didn't see them going undefeated going into the sec championship but going into the sec championship playing alabama If I could see that, if I saw that coming, I could have predicted that score. Because Georgia's offense is not really all that. They just have that one running back that can catch in the backfield and can run. But besides their offense, they're off. And that's why I feel like, even though we're going to get into that, that's why I feel like a Michigan team could beat them because they're just more well-balanced. But I I don't think that Georgia team was all that. I think it was just mainly that defense. Even though they did score on a lot of SEC teams, is going against that Alabama offense. That Alabama, this is the Alabama offense, and this is the Georgia offense. They they just couldn't touch them.
1: I mean, I think once Alabama got ahead, once mm-hmm. Georgia made those mistakes, and Alabama got mm-hmm. ahead, Georgia like like we've always said, Georgia's offense isn't built to to score those points that quickly. No, no. They, Kirby wants to smash smash mouth football, you know, down down your th- run it down your throat and and, and manage the game
0: clock that's and after Alabama got ahead they couldn't do that no you can't do that and not in not in today's college football game you got to throw the ball you got to throw the ball you got to have dynamic receivers and you got to have a smart quarterback that knows when to run when you really need that that's what the problem I had with Stroud this year I felt like Ryan Day held him back on offense I felt like he definitely could have bootleg run a couple RPOs a couple times that offense to beat a michigan team um in comparison to the heisman trophy winner where i'm watching him against alabama he's running for 20 yard first downs i'm like i know Stroud could do that but as you say like the alabama, the georgia team just at some point everybody knew they were not going to be able to keep up with an alabama offense a new age alabama offense they were still playing. <clears throat> they were still playing
1: tight. I mean, there at the end they tried to come back, but yeah. it, it just wasn't <laughs> happening for them. So we get we gave you a two for there with the Auburn game and the uh, the Auburn Alabama game and the Alabama Georgia game because we're covering these two weeks. Uh, like like I said, sorry for missing the two weeks. Uh, we're busy. Davis has been on the road. I've been studying for the bar, so we haven't been able to get these out. But we're gonna do two this week: one tonight and then one on Thursday. On the Swamp Creatures Network. So, this podcast and this podcast network is still going to be a thing, higher frequency podcast network. So, like and subscribe still. But we're going to move to um, the Swamp Creatures podcast network. I think it's called the Swamp. Now, I don't know what we're going to call it yet. We haven't quite figured everything out, but they have a lot more subscribers than we do. And I would, well yeah like maybe quadruples of subscribers so that'll be good for us good exposure and uh get us on a up and coming network so so tune in then and then we're gonna go over what bowl games coaching changes and just uh transfer portal changes everything like that because that's pretty much the main news stream but we wanted to get caught up with these rivalry game weeks because I wanted to talk shit to Joey, but Joey didn't want to hop on tonight. So that's fine. That's fine. I, I'm i humble, and Florida's been winning for, what, three, four years in a row now? <laughs> so I don't have to talk too much shit. He just knows. It's coming, though. Florida State's got a good recruiting class. They got, like, one of the top yeah. the top three recruiting classes right now, I think.
2: Yeah. So yeah. We'll worry about I, that. I mean, I oh, think they- – I think Florida State could be a better team than Florida next year.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, very well could be, depending on how many people hit the transfer portal and what you know, <sighs> what kind of coaching changes. What what the coaching changes um, prove, you know, prove out. I get. I don't. I don't even understand um, why. Well, I guess I understand why they fired Dan Mullen. I'm still kind of salty about it, Billy Napier. Well, we were i don't
0: feel about that. Dan. Yeah. I mean-
1: so we were talking about this before the podcast. I said we'll talk about it now. So I guess we will. I like Dan Mullen. Obviously he can't recruit. That was the main issue. So they mm. went out and got a guy who could recruit.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean he doesn't sense.
1: have all the bells and whistles like Dan does, but he, he's he's a good coach from what I've heard. From what I heard, he's he's he has been a winning a
2: good- record everywhere he's at he's been at.
1: He brought in the DB coach from LSU who is a great recruiter as well and then okay. you see some some DBs from LSU. Dakotas Crawford just dec- decommitted from LSU. Maybe maybe disagree. Ford will pick him up. That that is one of the hardest names I've ever heard in my life. Dakotas Crawford. You walk in if you're a wide receiver and you're standing across from Dakotas in the game, what's going to happen to you? You're going to get picked. You're gonna get shut down. You're not gonna get a ball all game. Like, so if you're gonna, you if your
2: name that. is DeColdis Crawford, you have you you have to be a good athlete, uh, or you have to like
1: be That's a athlete, good athlete. musician.
2: You can't. You have to live up to that name somehow.
1: Mm-hmm. Dakota. Agreed. So uh, let's see. This rivalry week, we also had this two weeks ago. We had Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State pulled that one out and. They went on to play Baylor in the conference championship game. Great game! If you watched it, you were treated to a college football classic ending that ended up probably three inches short of the pylon. Probably less than less than half a foot close to the pylon from Oklahoma State going to the college football playoff potentially.
2: Yeah, that's wow. a that's a Our tough run. run. You know, it's a game of inches, and that's, that's just that's saying. a good example of it.
1: That's what they tell me. But I'm happy it didn't happen. I'm happy it was short because that paved the way for Cincinnati to go. it's because then you have the argument: Do we snub Cincinnati one more game? Do we? Do we yeah, say I know you were undefeated two years in a row, but we're going to kick you out anyway? We don't. We don't want a Group of Five team tainting the, the you know the real the real playoffs. I'm happy we get to see it play out for um, me for one. Yo, Those that
0: game two. against Oklahoma state. Was that the last game we can Riley coach? Oklahoma yeah, and state?
1: then and then he went to the, the big news broke where he went to USC and, and that's another thing to talk about. He chose USC yeah. over, over the likes of LSU, Florida, maybe Florida. I don't know if Florida went after him. Maybe they did. Um, Notre Dame Notre, Notre Dame, Dame was
0: open. Yeah, um, Miami.
1: Yeah, you know what? And I'm also going to bring this up cuz this is noteworthy, but Leson, I know you got something to say about Lincoln Riley. Are you so su- let me just ask you, are you surprised he chose to go out to California? You know, some people are suited for that LA lifestyle, that big city lifestyle. Maybe that's Lincoln Riley.
0: Um I can't say I'm surprised because of the 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 product he puts out. Um, as you, as you, as you know, his history, he put out two, um, Heisman trophies, um, winners, and both of them played the same quarterback uh, played the same position quarterback and the two quarterbacks that were in this year's Heisman, um, finalists, what state were they from California? So, um, I think, I think I'm not surprised, um, that it happened. That he left oklahoma i'm surprised where he went to say uh, to say the least um but i feel like he's going to be successful there um i know he's going to have the right system um now i I think he hired a good defensive uh i I don't know if he brought the defensive coordinator with him um from oklahoma if he did that's a shitty move on his part um but other than that him leaving i don't know I don't think he did. I, I'm not
1: 100% sure on that one, though. I think um, I
0: read somewhere where he's like, he, he brought that defensive coordinator with him. Could be wrong. He what? may have because Brent Venables is going to be the defensive guy.
1: He's the head coach over there now. Obviously, the longtime deep defensive coordinator over at Clemson, great defensive coordinator. Now what? Oklahoma got him. So Oklahoma yeah. kind of went the opposite way with that, too. They
0: said we had a higher power. Well, yeah, I I want to see Oklahoma have a good defense, so, especially going into the SEC. I like the Oklahoma hire.
1: Yeah, no, I like it a lot too. I love Brent Venable. I I'm I can't wait to see what it, what he does there. Um, next, this is also a coaching change. I guess I mean we're getting into it. I we're just flowing. This is organic, so I'm just gonna let it flow, Davis. So, uh, just to set this up, this coach this year made some comments he tried to make a joke it was a terrible joke it didn't go over well he tried to call back to an old line where uh, someone said something about execution he talked about executing his player but he brought it up himself he was like i'm gonna execute my players and we're like oh okay yeah and that work. was a, it
2: was a hard execute
1: yeah um so obviously brian kelly got the job at lsu and to, let me know if uh, you guys can hear this okay it's not the the video is not the most important, but as long as you can hear. Can you hear it playing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. It's a great way to get started. Okay. I have never heard him talk yeah, like he, that ever in my life.
2: He gets down to Louisiana. He decides he wants to try and start talking like a Southern Cajun. What, whatever it, it made no sense and that's, he,
1: that's like as soon as liaison comes on this podcast i'm like yo what up g welcome to the pod
0: yeah i'd be like it's yo not- you good
1: <laughs> like hey you never talk like that you know it,
2: I don't know. it just made no sense but whatever I've works never
0: I, I don't i can't remember hearing how he talked before this so I can't really compare it, but it is hilarious, man. That he, is didn't,
1: funny. he didn't have a Southern accent and the <laughs> Snapchat store, whoever's running the uh, college game day, Snapchat story, they, they stuck farmer Fran on there uh, from the water boy and they like, dog doggy out. And that was pretty, that's pretty much self-explanatory, but like Absolutely. you can't out coach. Oh, coach. Oh, coach. O. had the most Louisiana accent ever. So how oh, are you yeah. going to come in here talking about my family? It's a great day to be a tiger. Hell yeah. yeah.
0: Great oh day to be a tiger. <laughs>
1: well, this is old news, so I'm not gonna spend too much time on it. But That's you funny. you get my drift. I just had to bring it up because this is a comedy slash sports podcast, so we gotta roast them a little bit. That was ridiculous. Change your just talk, just be yourself. Whatever happened to be in yourself. yourself? Yeah. You be day. yourself. Just be yourself. We're gonna execute him. Be yourself.
2: Yeah, I, you know, how long can you – people that can stay at one place for a certain amount of time, my God, you're, you're a committed individual because you're staying at one job 10-plus years. It's, it's like the same thing over and over again. You have a good enough team to get to the playoff but not good enough to actually beat serious teams like Alabama or Georgia. And so I think he thought, you know what, I want to start going to a place where I will get the better recruits. I don't necessarily have the same grade restriction that Notre Dame has. Uh, you know he has the ability to recruit in an area where people want to go and win and be serious. Yeah, so, I, I I think I, that's LSU.
1: I don't think he's wrong either. I don't. You know, I'm just saying he's got a phony accent. But I I think you're completely right. I think the talent pool is way better down in Louisiana.
0: Oh, for a fact. I think Louisiana as a state has like. As a state, probably like top five in high school football off Mm -hmm. that alone. So he's gonna, the recruits are just sitting there, honestly. The recruits are just sitting there. It's just how he's gonna be able to put them all together and to put teams together in Indiana, wherever the hell uh, Notre Dame is, and actually make it to the playoffs. And may you put him in that, in that bayou? Yeah, they're gonna be. Yeah, go ahead.
1: They're going to be good. I think they're going to be a great day. I, I love Brian Kelly's offense. I, I love watching his team. I just think I think it's more of a Notre Dame problem. Mm, yeah, exactly. And we'll see. We'll see. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be uh, I, wrong.
2: I just I think a lot of I think a lot of football players would rather go somewhere where it's a little bit warmer, where the atmosphere is a lot more fun. I've been to Notre Dame. I it's a fantastic campus. I've mm-hmm. uh, been to LSU's campus also, and it's cool. It's not as It's actually not as cool as Notre Dame's, but I'm willing to bet the party atmosphere in LSU is a little bit more crazy. When I was up in Notre Dame, it was like the alumni were the ones that were getting down, but the student section didn't seem that fired up. So, Oh, yeah, man. Notre Dame alumni? What game did you go to? Uh, Facts. I went to a Notre Dame-LSU, not Notre Dame-LSU, Notre Dame-UCLA game. UCLA. Yeah, it was, a, it was a while ago, 2006. Mm-hmm. And Notre Dame won that game with less than a minute to go through game-winning touchdown. Brady Quinn was their quarterback.
1: Wow, that's, yeah. a, that's a pretty good yeah. game to go to.
2: And um, I went to another one. I went to another one. They played Pittsburgh. They, they lost that game.
1: But see, that's that's kind of who they're playing. And then you get LSU. They're playing Alabama, Auburn, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Florida. They're playing all these and going to these stadiums that are absolutely
0: massive. No, so where they great. Come on. Yeah. Is LSU.
2: I mean, he would have only left that job, like if LSU were calling. I mean, obviously Nick Saban's still there. Uh, there, there was an opening at Florida, but uh, Florida, I think, had already had their sights set on Napier. Uh, I'm, so. I'm, I'm, and and by the way, I didn't really get to share my comments too much because I had to walk away for a sec. I'm. I, I think I'm all in on Napier. I don't know much about him. Knowing our history with coaches since Urban left. I don't want to get too excited, but he has a winning record. I I believe in him. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in on him too. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, what are you gonna do? I mean, I want to. I don't know what Dan Mullen's gonna do. I hope Dan Mullen goes on to do great things. Um, mm-hmm. I really loved him as a coach because as a kid, I grew up watching those Dan Mullen offenses with Tim Tebow and Percy Harvin, Riley Cooper, all those guys,
0: Aaron Hernandez. you know, We were spoiled. Who was we recruiting uh, all those players? Wasn't him.
1: Yeah, I don't I, – and it could have been Urban. I don't know. But Charlie, and,
0: Strong
2: had Charlie
1: Strong. Yeah, Charlie Strong defense. Dan Quinn, who is the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys right now, number one defense in the NFL, was also – on the Gator staff. That team was loaded uh, on the players and on the coaches. So, it, that I mean, it might not have all been Dan. Um, but like you said, Napier's got a winning record. He went to the conference championship in the Sun, the sun Belt, I think. Um, and won. Four years. Four years in a row. Won this last year. So, he felt he was ready to take the next step. And we'll see if he is.
0: I, I feel like I my thing like-
1: we Just, get players to
0: stay though. My Florida, my thing with Florida coaches, you got, even though it's an old saying, it may not still work anymore. As long as you understand that I 4 line, you should be successful. I don't understand, I understand the I 4 line, you should be successful. Like Florida, we got the what? I know all three of us in the state. I mean, we're probably biased since all four of us live in the state, but come on, man. Like, when have you remembered all Florida teams? Just
1: being trash. Yep, it's uh, it's ridiculous. And not only they're not playing at the level these other teams are; these other teams are coming into Florida and stealing the recruits from Florida. You know that that's one of those things. Is like, all right, are the kids just going to other schools because the schools are better? They have better facilities, or mm-hmm. are they just wanted? Like, I, I don't know what it is, but I don't know. it this is something new right and florida is uh obviously behind on their facilities and that's what they've been saying as far as the yeah. university of florida miami <laughs> hires um mario cristobal from oregon so and and miami dished out a pretty penny more more millions than they have dished out in years so that that is a signal to me that their program is looking to turn around their school is looking to turn around their football program.
2: Although I will say, shout out to Manny Diaz for cashing in. He cashed mm-hmm. in on this firing. I mean, yeah. how many people get fired and get paid nine million dollars? Well, that's so what I'm saying. They
1: paid, they paid him nine million. They paid um, Mario Cristobal's severance from from Oregon, and then <laughs> also paid him to come to Miami. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Miami, do what? pockets from deep in, deep in Miami. Yeah, they money money deep in Miami. And that's but scary because he can recruit. He's a part of the Alabama coaching tree too. Yeah, he is, and he's well. He's a he's a Miami alumni too. So I know he understands the I four, the I four corridor. He needs man. If he can keep those kids to, in Miami, man, like they say, they try to say every year Miami back, but nah. I mean, he, and he has one of the best quarterbacks. But one of the best quarterback
2: stories in the nation was Tyler Van Dyke, and. Mm-hmm. You have him coming back. He finished the fi- the final five games of his season, throwing over 300 yards in each game and mm-hmm. at least a touchdown pass. So, this guy is special. He's gonna he's gonna be the starter going into next year. There's a lot of hype on him. I wouldn't be surprised if they got so excited to say that he'd be on the pre Heisman watch, but you know, this guy, this they could do something this year. Or next year yeah.
1: speaking of good quarterbacks in the acc um, talk about kenny pickett and his uh, legendary fake slide that caused a rule change immediately almost immediately the refs got together and they were like hey call up to the big wigs because we can't have this happening so probably the play of the week <clears throat> acc championship game wake forest Pitt, kenny pickett running goes does a little fake slide keeps going faked out everybody because you know, you can't hit a sliding a sliding quarterback. So you're gonna get penalized. What what do you guys think about the the rule change in the, <laughs> the the play? What do you think about the play separate and then the then the subsequent um, rule change?
2: The the play itself was awesome. Uh it looked really cool. He he sold it really well, scored a touchdown, burned everybody. But here's why I understand why the change in the rule because now what are players gonna do? they every time someone tries to slide, they're gonna tackle them just in case and then that's going to cause targeting penalties. And, I mean, I loved the play when it happened. I'm glad we got to have it because that was textbook. But it's like, okay, what a way to at least go out. You know, that was a pretty sick fake slide. It can't happen again, but it was cool while it lasted. I think they had to put it in place, though, because it, if I'm actually sliding and someone thinks I'm not and they just try to tear my head off, like that's that's not going to be good for my for my safety, and that's what they're looking at.
0: Yeah, right. I, I thought it was I thought it was cool, too. Uh, I thought it was man. I, I, I watched a lot of football, but seeing a quarterback do that. I mean, the first thought I thought of was maybe his knees breaking down something tearing the way that the motion of him going at that speed with that weight on that. Uh, I don't know if it was just grass or artificial turf, but it was a cool move. But I come like like David said, I completely understand um, why they made that rule. I don't i can't remember the kid's name but they should definitely name the rule um after him um i think i think he tweeted actually after they made the rule and i thought it was funny but yeah you can't be it was clever you can't act like you're going to slide because now i miss when they used to hit the quarterback and now they can't so yeah man the cte's real too so
1: yep. Do you ever notice? I know, we watch pro football too. We don't talk about it on this podcast because it's that's not what we talk about here. But do you ever notice when Tom Brady slides and Troy? My yeah, friend sure. Troy brought this up. He always slides cleats up right into someone's shins. It's a late Whoa. slide, and he slides cleats up. It's very dirty. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Wins and championships. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Family but family back family. to the picket. Back to the picket rule. Um say say I'm a player I'm a quarterback and I'm running the ball and I'm going out of bounds. That's kind of a similar situation to where players usually let up and don't hit the quarterback. So what if the quarterback fakes going out of bounds and then just he just like acts like he's going to go out of bounds and then keeps going. Should he be able to hit him? Should he should he have to go like should it be called out of bounds? I don't know. I don't know. So what's what's the new rule actually? Is, is the fake slide here? I'll, I'll pull it up. Is the fake slide? If you fake slide, do you get penalized?
2: Um, yeah, I think you do. You do get penalized. I think they like blow the play dead. And you know, with with, with a play like running out of bounds, because that's that's happened n- numerous times where a guy will pretend to go out of bounds, a player will give up on the play, and then he'll jump back out. I mean that's a good example that is a good example but i I don't think that rule is going to change because a lot of players still hit a player even if they're still in bounds even if it looks like they're going out of bounds they finish the play now it's one thing if the player actually steps out of bounds and then gets hit but i think players are just taught if as long as he's in bounds hit him
1: Yeah, so anytime simulates a fake slide, players should be declared dead by the on-field officials. So there you go. That's the new rule change. Long live the fake slide. That was an awesome play forever to be replayed. I'm surprised it took so long for
0: a play like that to actually happen.
1: I know. I have always thought about doing a fake slide too, like even just just in backyard football, you know? (laughs)
0: yeah
2: yeah how about like think, when you like pretend to take a knee or something like that or when you fake spike
0: yeah. you think yeah. you learned that in like flag football or something or, or, like where do you like wow i
1: think he just said it's a it, you know it's the acc championship this is the biggest game i'm playing in all season so i'm not gonna slide i'm gonna i'm gonna hit him with it's kind of like a fake pitch. i mean it's just gamesmanship right when you hit yeah. him with a fake pitch or like a fake fake juke something it's just good it's just a good play i hate that they have to outlaw it though
0: yeah yeah they have
1: to because of how how they've gone in the direction of protecting players and and um their mental health right so we did uh i'll show this little clip on oh show this little clip on here blam swamp creature podcast get a little eye emoji thank you guys thank you guys for giving the love i went ahead and posted that on their page so Maybe we'll get some more subscribers on that But um where do we go from here? Uh I got this soundbite back. Kentucky, yeah. It took me <laughs> it took me a while. We we didn't cover Kentucky for like five straight weeks after like only covering them because of this one soundbite. You know what the is you ever watch South Park on? Yeah. That's from uh the Michael Jackson.
0: Which one? There's two There's Michael Jackson. Jeff- is it
2: Michael Jefferson?
1: Yeah, I think it was Kentucky Jefferson. Yeah, Kentucky is. Yeah, Kentucky is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I knew that Sorry.
0: voice sounded familiar. Yeah,
1: Kentucky is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did win. They beat Louisville fifty-two to twenty-one. I got that one right. I told Joey, "Fuck you, Kentucky's gonna win." I said, "Kentucky is." Yeah. That's what I said.
0: And uh, Kentucky's, Kentucky's not a bad program now.
1: No, and Mark really? Stoops is good. Uh, Mark yeah. Stoops stayed put, right? Oh yeah, the the yeah, 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 he stayed put. I
2: can't wait. Maybe he'd do have another offers. I'm just surprised he stayed at Kentucky this long. Mm. It's just a yeah. tough place to recruit football players.
1: Okay, I am surprised that Clemson has been on a roll as of late here in the late season. They actually found their offense. I don't know what happened. They beat South Carolina 30-0-nothing. Before, oh. that, before that, though, they beat FSU, which I actually call – I said FSU. We all said FSU was going to win and then that's when Joey stopped doing the podcast because I jinxed it via group message. Um, They did lose to Pittsburgh. That's just because Pittsburgh was the better team. And then that was the week before FSU, and then they got their shit together. They beat FSU, Louisville, UConn, who cares? I got that soundbite too. Wait. Who cares? Yeah, who who cares? And then they beat... Wake Forest, which I also thought Wake Forest was going to beat Clemson then too. I thought you know Wake Forest was the other yeah, team. I thought Wake Forest was going to
0: champion. beat
1: them too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So look out for Clemson in the bowl game. Uh, we'll go over that
0: hey, who they play, in play? bowl State
1: episode. But they're playing good in the later half of the season. Something to look forward to next year for Clemson. Clemson ended up nine and three. Not bad.
2: Yeah, if they win their bowl game, they're going to be like a top 10 team going next year, probably like number eight, number seven.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. But, you know, it's, it's Clemson. Yeah, it's Clemson. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look at any other rivalry games, make sure I didn't miss any. I uh, got the Michigan State one right. That's a shot for Joey and and you maybe. I don't know. It might be Jacob. My, I think it's Jacob. Jacob owes me a shot because we said uh, – they said Penn State was going to win. We put a shot on it. Um, I said Oregon State was going to win. I called the upset. I was wrong. Oregon won, but it was close. It was closer than the experts think. And that How's brings my up. season going because I
2: <coughs> I just can't seem to win anything when it comes to these picks this year.
1: Oh, your pickums were bad. Your pickums were bad, buddy. And I'd have to go back to I'd have to go back to look. No, at don't don't even embarrass me like that. It's it's bad <laughs> enough. It's pretty bad. You'd be in the negative. You'd probably be more pulling out a second mortgage on your home.
2: Man, at least at least I'm doing okay in fantasy football.
1: Old friend Jonathan McClee hopping on. I'm a Gators fan. Thanks. Thanks for hopping on.
2: Thanks, buddy.
1: Culture indicate, go blue. Okay, go I it's talking shit. (coughs) Talking shit. Well, we'll just go into it. Speaking of go blue, Michigan blue, Iowa out. Um, yeah. Who cares? We saw that coming. Uh, we caught, saw that coming from a mile away. I wish we, wish we would have done an episode on. It. I would have called it. This. I would have. I would have taken Michigan, whatever the spread was, completely. Um, we already talked about the Baylor Oklahoma State game and how crucial that was for allowing Cincinnati to get into the playoffs. Did you guys want to talk about the Michigan game? I guess I. Heard, I thought I heard something.
2: Oh heard no! Um, other than other than. Michigan just completely dominated which I'm happy they did because I know some people were thinking they would choke no way they played true to themselves they kept it going business is always hell yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: um yeah that Cincinnati Houston game though was pretty tight for a little bit right and it was. I wasn't expecting that Houston liked to like to have a upset on their hands at Cincinnati because they don't play at a neutral site for for the uh, American championship. So it was in Cincinnati. That would have been a huge upset, but they didn't. And now we're looking at Cincinnati going into the playoffs in the number four seed. They have to play Alabama. I would have liked to see it. I would have liked to see it. Uh, We can get into this now because we've pretty much covered all the other games except for Oregon and Utah. Utah double beat Oregon called that. Um, I was talking to Joey about that during the rivalry week episode and he I was saying that Oregon's going to come back. What
0: would you say, Lazy? I, th- I think we play them in a Rose Bowl, if I'm not too sure.
1: <laughs> Ohio State's playing
0: Utah? In the Rose Bowl.
1: I think you're right. I think you're right because it's Utah's first ever Rose Bowl. And let me tell you, I don't want to get into it because Thursday we're going to do the bowl episode, but um, that's a that's a difficult matchup for Ohio State that's a very similar matchup uh to utah as ohio state was to michigan because of the uh,
0: defense yeah but i think these guys will come in ready i think coach wanna have those guys i think they're still they're still gonna they still taste the blood from that michigan game so i know they're only embarrassed themselves losing against a pac 12 team and losing two games in a row but yeah but then again they they could lose
1: we're talking about a Oregon team that did beat Ohio State early in the year. Yeah, early but year. that
0: same Oregon team that do not yeah. want to see Ohio State now.
1: I I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> I think every team it's just about the matchups, right? And Yeah. I thought we, Ohio State I was going to We beat had a Oregon coaching State.
0: change on defense after that game too. Yeah.
1: Makes sense, makes sense. Probably should. Um
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm looking
1: forward to that game. I'm looking forward to all these bowl games. Is there are there any other closing thoughts we want to go with? I mean, we, this is a quick episode. We just wanted to get one out to you guys today because we hadn't done one in a couple weeks, and then we're gonna do one Thursday from the Swamp restream right. and see how look. We got to get stuff figured out with that and how how set it up and stuff. But that's gonna be fun.
2: I I'm just looking forward to see what Cincinnati can do against Alabama. Um, this is a good team. I, I know. I said Alabama is a really good team, and they're probably the best team right now in college basketball. College not basketball, college football. Also, I mean, this team's motivated. They're gonna they're gonna play their ass off.
1: Alabama's doing pretty good college basketball too. They
0: <laughs> I mean, are. Yeah, I don't
2: think Cincinnati's doing as good. They used to be good, but I don't
0: think. Yeah. I got a comment about the playoffs, but not about the playoffs. So I got a question for both of you guys. If you think, if you think they extended this playoffs to six this year, who do you think would have been? Top six. Oh, that's you know, a total who do you think would have been five and six? Yeah, Notre, Notre Dame gets in. Notre Dame probably. gets in
1: because they're right there at six. Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. I think, think, it, I think it would be where
1: the standings are right now, which or is Notre Dame and Ohio State.
0: Yeah. You think you still would have kept Ohio State in there? Um, I don't know.
2: Since Baylor had did. upset Ohio- Oklahoma State, they'd probably get some love.
0: That's
1: Baylor could get some love they're they're hanging there at number six yeah it would have been between Baylor or Ohio State and you know I'm all for it I think when you when you're playing in a snow bowl like the Ohio State Michigan game is or what was played in the elements really do affect play calling they affect. Imagine, imagine
0: a, uh, a Alabama team going up to Michigan and playing in the snow. You think they would have been as successful? No,
1: I don't. I don't think so. I don't think Alabama plays in the snow much. <clears throat> I don't know how they would prepare to, other than playing yeah, in the snow.
2: Although I will say it, it always, it's always so fun watching a game played in snow.
1: Oh, it was. Yeah. That's what I said. the The scenery was classic. The pageantry oh, was amazing. I mean, man,
0: once I saw that snow, I had a bad feeling. I was like, man.
1: <laughs> <The> <laughs> winter was coming.
0: Uh,
1: You know, and not, not Ole Miss. I don't think they would have squeaked in, but props to Ole Miss for finishing the season strong. They ranked number eight in the nation finishing regular oh, season. Yeah, how about Lane Kiffin? I think he's going to build a good program there. Going to we a New, New Year's Six Bowl?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bad. Although they got to recruit, they're losing they're losing some key talent. You got me wanting to look ahead to this to like the bowls. So I'm just I'm just kind of peeking. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it, but I'm peeking. Old Miss Baylor. Oh, that's a good one. Ohio State Utah, that's a great great game. Notre Dame Oklahoma State, that's that's what we wanted to know. So this this would the PlayStation Festival that would decide
0: and they all have PS5s.
1: Lucky baskets. Yeah. Iowa, Kentucky, Kentucky. Yeah. I like that. Um, <laughs> Penn State versus Arkansas. That's a good one. And That's then, good, the, good. so I'm, I'm not too happy with the, the the matchup for the playoffs. And we can talk about this, and then and then Stay we'll right. call it. And then we'll call. It. Well, I don't want. I'm not going to say who's going to win or anything. I'm just okay. saying. I don't like that they paired Alabama with Cincinnati and then Georgia with Michigan. I don't want to see a national championship SEC championship again.
2: They didn't want they didn't want Alabama Georgia playing back to back, but also I think it made sense. Uh, you know, Georgia was undefeated going against Alabama. They lost against a one loss Alabama team, and so naturally Alabama defeating then then number one and actually beating him really good is going to thrust them over Michigan to go number one. And so how far is a one-loss Georgia team going to fall? Knowing this committee, they're not going to fall far, but they're sure as hell not going to bump Michigan back because they won their conference. So Mm -hmm. you're going to put them at three, and they already are looking at Cincinnati like, well, like we're just throwing you a bone. Just be happy that you're there. Of course they're going to be the number four seed. Mm
0: -hmm. So my thing is – how come they put a Cincinnati team number four, but when UCF <laughs> went undefeated, they couldn't put UCF number four? A number five? Shit, not even top ten, maybe, if I remember correctly.
1: I think it was the schedule. I, I, I don't think you UCF in 2017 so had, had a good schedule.
0: schedule. Notre Dame, they could be number four in the country?
1: They had Notre Dame. They had a couple other good teams
0: on there. Let's see. Let's go. Since I
1: think they had Indiana on there, who was in going into the season was supposed to be pretty good, who ended up not being pretty good.
2: Dude, I, I, I want to give a quick prediction though. I know we can talk about this more when we get there.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to
2: make a quick prediction that I think that Cincinnati is gonna f- come out hot. Like they're gonna take chances. They're gonna they're gonna try and throw the ball deep. They're gonna try and burn Alabama. I think they're, they're gonna I hard. think they're gonna come out hot
0: fake they need a fake punt fake plays they need to just pull everything out of the bag honestly exactly
2: like what do you have to lose like you made it here this far you didn't make it to play it safe against alabama people
0: to me why they're there why they should be there
2: i think they're going to come out
0: hot what now
2: does that mean alabama is going to keep up with that you know they're alabama they just might but i think cincinnati's going to come out hot and they're not going to let up
1: yeah no i agree with you the and you you got to whenever you're You're playing Alabama, and you're you're Cincinnati. That's what you have to do. you got to come out and punch them in the mouth, get a couple quick scores, and get lucky and get a turnover. Because it's possible, Bryce Young does throw an interception. He was definitely locked in the Georgia game, but Mm -hmm. not every game's like that for him. I know he won the Heisman Trophy, but Mm -hmm. this isn't – we've seen Auburn play him close. We've seen Florida play him close. It's Mm -hmm. possible. They're beatable. They're beatable. 100% 100% I do want
2: to throw this part, I do want to yeah, throw this part out here Free plug uh, Then I gotta log off here soon But free plug I went to this place called Live at the Battery And that's where we watched the Alabama-Georgia game It was a phenomenal atmosphere It was loaded with uh, Georgia fans uh, When they were excited That place got super loud When they lost It was super quiet But it was still a really cool place So if you're ever at the Battery in Atlanta Check out this place called Live
0: Nice. Oh, the, that isn't, that the, own, the show up isn't that where the Braves play?
1: Mm-hmm. Facts. Lazy. Do you got any plugs? Uh, thank you for coming on as our as our uh, special
0: guest this week. Not really. Um, I got good news. Got into my first law school. Other than that, um, probably moving to um. I got L.A. on my TV screen right now, so might be out there the next year. But other than that, just focusing on me and. Hell yeah, yeah. Dude. just where, trying where, to focus
2: what's the school
0: you, you got into ucla right well, i got into ucla and trinity so i got into two schools in wow LA, so
2: ucla is a hell of a school man
0: yeah so depending on what i decide to go to um yeah for my days in florida are numbered at this moment of time so yeah i'm just trying to stay focused and staying out of trouble and trying to be like fucking my boy rob right riggedy rob right here Practicing for the bar and shit like that. So. Yeah,
1: if you need some NPR, MP- I got all the NPR eBooks. I, I passed that I test. I gotta pass another one.
0: I got you on speed now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. I know. Um, I've been with you through the whole process. I'm proud of you. I think UCLA would be a great school to go to. Um, I don't know what Trinity's offering you as far as money wise, but just you know. Oh, they
0: offer. They obviously offering offering me the most money.
1: Right, right, right. Well. That's a decision. That's your decision, man. But congratulations on that. Um, I had an applause button, but I took it off. But yeah, I, that's a, that's a huge plug. And um, yeah, if you need anything, you know, we're always here.
0: Thanks bro. I don't have
1: anything else. Um, Come watch us on Thursday. That's going to be, that's going to be a fun one. Um, Hopefully we get some of these swamp creature guys on here and introduce Introduce the two networks, the two networks clashing. That'll be cool. But until then, follow Higher Frequency Podcast Network on YouTube. Um, We'll still be posting there. I have to get the RSS feeds fixed because I'm not paying for SoundCloud anymore. There's other options out there. So once we do that, we'll also be back on the podcatchers, and you can look at all the old podcasts. Besides JJ's Diner, those are on Patreon. i got to pay for that. All right, with that being said, I think... uh, I think we can split this joint. All right, everybody, lazy. If we don't see you, happy holidays.
2: Happy Happy holidays. holidays.